black women have always been bosses. From shaping the next generation to creating the latest innovation, we constantly raise the bar. Black women are blazing trails in the field of entrepreneurship and making ways in almost every industry. And it's time to illuminate black girl magic in this new docu-series about her business. Black women will lose $840,000 over their working career. Not because they're not working twice as hard. Not because they're not twice as smart. Not because they don't know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents, but simply because they are black and they are women. And so black women today are pursuing entrepreneurship in larger numbers, simply because they're trying to create economic opportunities for themselves. 80% of the women who enroll in uh, Black Upstart are black women. And one of the things that we like to teach um, before we even start teaching business concepts is all about the African-American marketplace. Um, currently, black folks spend $1.3 trillion worth of uh, spending power. We don't want that $1.3 trillion to be a blank check for other communities to sign. Growing up as a kid, I hated my dark skin. And if I could be transparent, even now as a grown woman, I have to constantly reprogram my thinking. Years of being told I was not the standard for beauty, but see, that was a lie. Which is why I chose to rewrite my own narrative. Dear black girl, we are warriors whose spirits can't be crushed would speak up when told we're too much we forgive when our black men dismiss degrade and can't see that we are not the ugly ducklings but the swan princess the nubian goddess the reflection of our ancestors the made in his image when society tries to pin light versus dark skin we remind them that every shade of chocolate is divinely crafted black girl magic is more than a hashtag yes. it is a movement a statement like maxine waters claiming our power moving through this world unapologetically degree holding with our heads held high Melanin, moisturized, big hips, thick thighs, hair, free and natural, wrapped in a protective style. Dear black girl, you better recognize we are the trailblazers. Everybody yes. wants to be us. So to all my sisters, as we continue this process of loving our skin, start with this. Look at yourself in the mirror. This is me, the chocolate beauty, deserving and saying, I am queen, the dear black girl. No. That you, you are everything. <laughs> Okay, hello everybody. The first three minutes you just listened to, well the first three minutes and 45 seconds, <coughs> excuse me, you just listened to, the first one was an excerpt <coughs> from 
Black Women Entrepreneurs About Her Business docuseries by, uh, by BET. Um, and the second one you listen to, basically the, the poem or the interpretive dance skit, um, it was a scene from the show Good Trouble. And for today's pod, I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about Black women, the Black culture, Black young boys and girls being more than just a culture ride. I mean, when I say culture ride, I, I, talk, I mean um, aesthetically what Black women look like, the stereotypical big booty and um, the hair and the, you know, what we really just look like, our physical exterior. Um, I talk about the, our music, our music culture. I talk about our swag, our style, our drip, our juice, whatever you want to call it. Um, um, being boisterous, living outside of the box, um, you know, being more than all of that, though. And the reason why this whole this whole idea got sparked in my head is because the um, the poetry or the interpretive dance or whatever you listen to. I actually watched the full episode last night, um, and when I saw this, it really sparked an interest in my in my mind to do a pod over this. Um, and I I debated with it um, because it is heavy in the black community. It, it's a it's a conversation and it's a topic about the black culture um and I don't want to be perceived as um black power or spikely mini me (laughs) or um you know just all black everything type of girl I didn't want to be perceived as that um and I don't think that it necessarily has a negative hold to it it's just I don't know. And if you're not black, then you might not understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and if you are black and you still don't understand, then that's because I'm just Mavis, I guess. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, like I said, today I wanted to take the space and the time to um, to really discuss um, black succession and lucrative lights. Um, and so the docuseries, I watched it a few months ago and it really motivated me because it's it's a that episode of the docuseries it introduced black women who are business owners of um some of the the the, the bigger name or the more well-known brands like the slutty vegan um the slutty vegan is a food truck well it started as a food truck in uh i think georgia or the carolinas or california i don't remember um, but it's owned by a black woman. It started as a food truck. Um, her business boomed so much, and now it's local. It's it's original. Its original first like dine-in type restaurant is in Atlanta. She actually has two of them, um, and like one in like downtown Midtown Atlanta, and then I think one like forty minutes from there. But um, so she's a black woman entrepreneur. The if you're a makeup guru, makeup person, the brand the crayon case. Um, another black woman, she's from Louisiana and, um, yeah, so she owns that. Um, I just want to name drop a couple of brands and companies and things just to like, get you like, Oh, I didn't know that, you know, it was owned by a black person. I'm always really like, not shocked, but it's, I'm really like, I don't want to say shocked. 
I, I, surprise. I mean, it really is a surprise. I mean, the the looks on people's faces and the reactions I get when I tell them that I'm a black that they'll see me obviously know that I'm black, and then um, they'll say, "Oh, well, are you from here?" No, I'm from Tennessee, born and raised on my family farm, or um, like through building relationships with the with the uh, patients at the DO, and even you know um, my coworkers or even the staff at the hospital is so wide and like so many through us getting to know each other and stuff they eventually find out that I have a history in agriculture and obviously my family farm and just the looks of surprise not shock but surprise and just like interest whenever I tell them that um it's just like yeah that my my black family owns a family farm and we do agriculture and we um have cattle you know things like that so um but I just I want to go back to name dropping um some brands and things to like just kind of show you like we are that basically (laughs) um but so there's a workout brand called joy in life her name is joy chavez probably don't know her but so well another thing too like me like I'm kind of big on like pop culture kind of not really I don't even know what you call it but anyways um Bow Wow's ex um ex-girlfriend or whatever her name is Joy and it's her she owns this workout brand I mean she's got apparel she's got um she's got the merch she's got the the weights water bottle you know the little accessories and things like that so if you're looking to up your game that's an avenue um um Megan Denise, she dated football player Von Miller. She owns a completely her own complete workout line and things. Um, and Mess in a Bottle, if you've seen that on Instagram, that's an ad anywhere. Um, that's owned by a black woman located in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, just a couple of places, you know, just to show like, oh, they we they we own small businesses and things like that. Um, and I wish that was like really the conversation more than just you know, what our face value, like I call it a culture, culture ride is. Um, and even beyond music, there's so many, like, I remember being in freaking, uh, solo and ensemble in high school and our composer and our musical director was a black man. He travels all around the world being a, uh, being a music director. Um, so for me to have seen somebody that looks like me, um, that really goes a long way, which which in turn, for me, it makes me think about my nieces and nephews. Like, one of my many reasons for wanting to go on to dental school at, that I say, we'll see if I can make it there. <laughs> um, I joke, but it's just because I, I know it's a big dream for myself. And if I want to do it, I know I will. And I probably will because between my family <coughs> and just what I want to prove to myself that will be something that I do accomplish but um but yeah it when I think of you know seeing somebody that looks like you do things that you don't think is doable or that you think is too far to reach or um that isn't typical for what you guys look like for me that always it always meant a lot to me like when I was in FFA even one of the state officers two two times two different terms were, were black girls um, West Tennessee, our local officer, she was a black girl. Um, so to have seen that, it was like, I'm really capable and I can do what literally whatever I want. Like nothing is, nothing can stand in my way. As long as I put in the effort and the work, I can accomplish this. I can have this under my belt. I can prove to myself that I can do this. And to those who think that it isn't possible. Um, so 
it makes me really think about my little nieces and nephews. Um, so if you don't know, I have 40 with two more on the way currently. Um, nieces and nephews, our family just keeps growing, but that they are my biggest 40 reasons for needing to make sure that I'm successful. Um, for one, that they see it and they know that it's possible that they can have a that there are successful black people in healthcare, in the medical field, as medical professionals, um, responsible for other people's health, even if it is only in the mouth, whatever that may be. Um, I want to be that example for them that they can do whatever. Um, and on top of that, I want to be the like I'm already the cool aunt, but like that money flow, I'm gonna be the cooler aunt. <laughs> but um, and even then, when I go into like seeing me I like just the hygiene hygiene level will be great but me going on to dental school I have to I have to do this for them that's what I feel like I have to do that for I have to do it for them um, my family my parents my siblings you know I have to do it I have to be the one to do it um but but yeah and you know in the sense of music even I don't want to step on nobody's toes and that ain't what I'm trying to do and my brothers rap. Like, they are in music and everything that's great. I wish there was a conversation, though, or a something just as, like, popular and great that music is and, like, the, the lyrics and, like, the verses and things. And like I said, black women are more than just a song lyric. And if you ever listen to rap music ever, then you know what they be saying. And I'm even going to front because I love country music, too, y'all. But country music be saying some stuff, too. Like, I'll be like, did they really just say that on CMT or CMA or the freaking award show? Like, they be saying some stuff, too. And they think we don't be knowing, but we be knowing. Mm-hmm, we be knowing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I guess, like, more so like a, um, let me see how I can word this. A, a successful healthiness. <clears throat> and, like, with young people coming up between the age of, like, what age you'll be, I mean, well, now they freaking get exposed to that stuff when they're, like, four and six years old, thanks to TikTok and stuff, but, um, like, even, even the songs that are, like, on popular on TikTok, and I love some of those, uh, racy, like, uh, spicy artists, like, Megan Thee Stallion, I love her, she's one of my favorite rappers ever, UGK, Bum B, um, Pimp C, like, the music industry has always been about, sex and money and cars and just you know nothing under the under any of that basically like nothing under the surface level um so I, I just wish that there was something that was as popular or prevalent in society in the world as music but had more of a substantial substance and purpose for black kids to follow and I'm not saying you know, white kids don't either, but this is specifically about the black culture, black community. And I hope I'm doing a good job in representing everything that I'm saying, being a first, you know, firsthand black woman. Um, but so many times I've seen and I see and I know it to be that black kids em gravitate, gravitate towards the emu to emulate that lifestyle. Um, you know, and girls in general thinking it's cool to be with a guy who doesn't care about you beyond the bedroom or who doesn't see how much value you have and how great you are. Um, and, you know, 
it's it's really sad because they give up their lives for or that moment in their life for someone who doesn't care or value them beyond you know just what they want from them um but and something just clicked with me while I'm saying that because I guess the biggest thing is that I wish was pushed more and given advice more as as like people older than these young kids coming up and stuff is a degree will never leave you like a great job with benefits and it financially you know does its thing for you and you know is exactly what you deserve it will never leave you it will never make you feel less than it will never make you feel unworthy it will never make you feel like you aren't enough it won't it will never what you think of yourself but instead it will influence the great it will influence choices that you make which will be great choices um whether to take promotions or to go back to school to get a higher level of education you know your master's your doctorate whatever it may be um but like i said in turn people you know these young kids they want a way to get rich quick or to make money quick or um they they want to be known in the music industry and things like that and like I said I don't want to step on anyone's toes or make it sound like the music industry is less than anything because it isn't and like I I support the music industry 100% you check my playlist right now you're gonna see Jasmine uh Sullivan Megan Thee Stallion freaking Morgan Whalen, Keith Urban you're gonna see so many different genres so I, I support it 100% it's just that is what is in the world to known to be popular and the cool thing when really the cool thing is being able to provide for yourself choosing yourself at the end of the day being independent and thinking you are the sun and the moon and the stars because you are but that is not a conversation that has had a lot and it's sad um but i wish there was a way to change things and maybe there is and i haven't obviously brainstormed more and i or maybe i'm just really ambitious that i want that change and i want to be a part of that change whatever you want to call it um so yeah and you know i don't i don't necessarily think that school or going to college has to be what you have to do to be successful or to um to to get you the things that I said like like I said like never never not leaving never leaving yourself never feeling like you're not worthy any of that but instead it does open a gateway for a more um a more surefire way of being employed um always having the opportunity and the chance because once you have that paper you can pretty much do whatever um it ends up being what career you're going into will then have to be narrowed down to okay you don't have the degree for it maybe or whatever it may be um but once you make that commitment to go to school and you stay committed you get that degree then you open you open so many more doors for yourself you you do honestly like think of whether you agree with it or not that's really what happens um not saying that having a degree makes you better than someone else but like I said it just gives you more opportunities and chances and choices um to so many more doors of of opportunity period um and you know my dad he chose to be a farmer while supporting 13 kids um every Christmases were not easy birthdays were not easy vacations did not happen (laughs) like (laughs) before I turned 19 I had never been on a vacation I mean I went on like trips with FFA like to Gatlinburg Indianapolis and conventions and things like that but family trips did not did not happen it was not a thing um because my dad chose to be a farmer and that's not one of the more lucrative careers supporting a huge family like that um 
but in turn my dad raised some really amazing my mom and dad excuse me I say dad because my dad was like the worker worker but um for a while there shout out to my mom my mom held it down by herself um and I love both of them so much but at the end of the day you know they both raised 14 amazing children seven of them went on excluding myself went on and they all have degrees under their belts or some secondary level of education that opens so many more doors for them um and the others who didn't they have they're very successful people as well um and that's all I'm gonna say about that because I'm about to get personal (laughs) but um but yeah so I just I went to I went to a black girl a black women's brunch in Atlanta last year in November. And I felt so like, I felt so just, I felt so powerful, like being surrounded by so many other successful black women. And, um, I'm typing something into YouTube. Okay. So little fun, embarrassing fact. I really feel like I should be famous. (laughs) And that's because I think I'm a hilarious person, even though I know that I'm not. Anyways, last year, I elected to start a YouTube channel that I had for, I think, maybe like three days. And after three days, I was like, I'm not doing this. This editing is too much. It's taking up so much space on my phone. I can't, I ain't cut out for this. Which then is when Kinsley Chandler and I had the conversation. And she was like, you're going to start a podcast because you would literally kill at it. And it's spoken into existence because here we are per period. <laughs> but... I have a YouTube video on this black women's brunch in Atlanta and I'm going to see if there's anything important on it that I could share. Okay. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to it myself and then choose what I want for y'all to hear because I might not even... I don't know but anyways it was just great like being like being a young 23 year old woman at the time like black woman and being in like black Hollywood freaking Atlanta is like the holy mecca for black people um and saying how successful they were I mean there were business owners from like hair care lines um one of like the um like one of the top women in the judicial the judicial system she was there helping us I got to meet her talk with her um and I built some really great relationships when I was there and it was just really beautiful to see women who looked like me and that were older but women who looked like me making something of themselves and being successful at it and not even I'm not talking about like just hitting success oh I did it whatever but like a continued success on the level of like longevity and it continuing beyond just a launch um but instead they're able to make a lifetime succession out of that um so yeah um I really want to listen to this so much let me see Okay, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I just think that um, this video has me really off, y'all. Y'all, I just I'm looking at the hashtags from this video, and I had hashtagged it hashtag moment with maybe. 
So this whole time I knew I was gonna use Moment with Maybe. Like, this is my little baby, y'all. Moment, Moment with Maybe. That's like that's my beat jam. Um, but yeah, let me check my notes and see if there were anything else. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so honestly, I'm just really motivated myself to be, I love like breaking barriers and like doing what people think I can't do. Not what I think I can't do, because I know I can do literally everything, but you know, people pass judgment on you. They don't think you're capable or that you can do anything, um, but I like being a part of of that and showing that I can do it and that I will be successful and things like that. Um so yeah it just it just really motivates me to want to be a part of the change and changing that conversation and you know there are things that I want to do like in the future like I want to start um you know an organization or and I'm I'm I had this conversation last year with with Kinsley um but I'm sure there are there are organizations out there but the thing is I I like to do things like on my own like I like to start up stuff on my own like by myself obviously with help when I need it but for the most part like I like for it to be mine just because like I don't know if that's like just the the dominating side of me or like the territorial in me whatever you want to call it um but yeah I would love to be like especially in freaking Georgia and like Atlanta I would love to have some type of like youth or young adult type something where it's it's actually a cool like people I don't know like I feel like 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 at the Y and like YMCA's like even the boys and girls clubs for some reason they're not looked at as cool or like a cool thing to do or to be a part of when really it is like you buddy at 15 or 12 years old you're this is a part of setting you up for the rest of your life which I know at that age you don't you're not thinking about that and you don't care about it um but but yeah, I, w- I would love to have some type of organization or uh, group or um, whatever it's called, where I am a part of getting out in the getting out in the community, having it being a space for kids to, I guess essentially a boys and girls club, but on a much doper scale, <laughs> like on a really cool, great, this is so fun, I don't want to be anywhere else type of level. Um, I want to be able to provide that for generations to come because there's more to life out here than and it, you love what you love and you want to do what you want to do but there's more to life than the music industry there's more to life than being an instagram model there's more to life than um being a corner boy and slanging xyz whatever god knows what like it's so much more to life than that um and for the black community we really need help in that area because uh, we see it all over everywhere like I don't know and it's almost like black black kids I feel like aren't given a fair shot um which I say that but at the end of the day I'm a firm believer in it's not about where you are what you got is what you make of where you are and what you've got um so for me I could have chosen to stay in Paris and you know had that dream job at the bank like I could have I could have made that choice but and I knew my journey in Georgia was going to be much harder. I knew that absolutely nothing was going to be handed to me as the bank job was. Um, I, I knew that, but I was ready to put up that fight and do whatever I needed to do because I want a better future for myself that much and that bad. Um, and so here we are. It's all come to fruition. 
and and turn of saying that um yeah I guess this is just gonna open the conversation for my COVID update I thought y'all like how did she just jump that fast I don't know but I did and charged to my head I don't know um (laughs) but so today like digestive wise I don't feel very good like it's still like I feel nauseous and queasy in my stomach I'm not really sure why but that's like how I'm feeling um when it comes to like I guess like the cold like symptoms or whatever um I'm still congested in coffee but you know taking it day by day and you know the coughing congestion is the last thing to go and I have more energy still not 100% back to like maybe baby one two three but um it's starting to come back slowly but surely and I've ooh. I've elected to, uh, <laughs> I've elected to like just do like light workouts until I feel completely back to normal. Um, and this morning I started working like on breathing techniques and exercises and stuff. Um, and because that's something that I should have been working on this whole time all along, but without doing, you know, cardio and, you know, high intensity type workouts and stuff, I, um, I've, I've started working on like working on my breathing and being better and more intentional with my breathing um because during like a typical workout like my breathing is just like all over the place and um yeah so I'm taking the time to work on that while I like I'm still you know COVID down not really all the way COVID down but kind of sort of still am not all the way in the clear um I'm supposed to be returning back to work on Friday should I not be symptomatic on Thursday which I don't think I will be um gonna get I think the house is gonna get deep cleaned at some point this week, probably Friday or Saturday. Um, gonna get my vehicle deep cleaned on the inside. Um, and like I said, I will turn back to one job on Friday and I will turn back to the other on Saturday. I've been missing my girls at the hospital. Um, so yeah, and I was gonna mention something else, y'all, and I don't remember. So maybe God doesn't think it was important enough for me to say it. Hmm. Oh, so today I started um, my online classes for RDH, Registered Dental Hygiene Program. Um, I have about a semester, well, a year and a half left of courses to get under my belt before I can apply to the actual program. So that's why it's pre-dental hygiene. Um, And so it, this is 2021, 2022. So, I'm hoping to do summer classes. So, if things pan out well and I do summer classes, then I believe in August, 2021 August, then I can apply for the dental hygiene program with hopes of getting in for spring of 2022. Um, That's what my my goal is. I don't know if the Lord thinks that's a good one or not. It's going to happen or it ain't. I don't know. But that's what my plans are. Um, and I have some assignments and stuff to do. And I don't know, y'all. Just being in school, like, I ain't, I'm going to be honest. It's very validating for me to be in school because I have finally figured out what I want to do. And Lord knows it could change two years after I get my actual RDH. And it's fine. I'm cool with that. Um, but 
It's very validating for me to be in school and for so long I've wanted to know what I wanted to do in life and I've, you know, this is the thing that I found I want to do and I have a passion for. Um, so it's, it's a very special situation for me. And, um, what was I going to say? This could not be healthy that I, that I lose my train of thought like this. Oh, so I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I probably have, but I don't necessarily enjoy working at the DO. Um, no, wait. Yes, I do. It's I don't enjoy dental assisting. Um, I don't enjoy being a dental assistant because it's, it's a very hard job and I'm still in training. And being a dental assistant, you have to you have to think quicker than the doctor does and you have to know him better than he does his stuff, it feels like. And it's with notes, and you gotta read his mind, and he thinks you know X, Y, Z, and you don't because he's he's the one that has to make a choice, and it's just a very difficult job, um, and that's why I don't enjoy dental assisting, um, and I want to do something more than just being the doctor's right hand, pretty much. So that's why I'm electing to do hygiene, and um, but but the dental space, like dentistry itself, I really do love. Like that is where my passion lies, and. I'm really looking forward to continuing my career and my journey in the dental industry. It's really exciting. Um, me, me embarking on new things in this journey. Um, and you know, honestly working alongside the doctor, it furthermore lets me know that I want to be a dentist because for one, I don't like to be told what to do. I'm not very good at being told what to do. Um, I don't enjoy that. And my personality, I feel like it's too much to be under someone else, which is why I'm going to go the hygiene route and then dental school, because as a hygienist, as a hygienist, you still have, you have your own leeway and wiggle room and, you know, you kind of are your own boss, but because you do have, you know, your own assistants or whatever, but at the end of the day, you have to, he has to do your exams and you have to work under him at that point. Um, so under no way do I want to work, work, work under anyone. Hence why I started my brand this summer. Cause I want to, I'll, being an entrepreneur like runs in our family and I have it in me um so I necessarily don't enjoy working for other people um and being a dental assistant it's just I'm I'm grateful to be it though so that whenever I become a dentist I can truly understand an assistant's position um and I can see things from their perspective and he the doctor I work with he doesn't understand that he's never assisted a day in his life he um he went to a regular four-year university, went to school for an additional, I think, five, and then he became a doctor. So for the last 12 years, this man has been a dentist, and that's all he knows. Um, and I'm not mad that he doesn't get it from an assistant perspective. It's it's just frustrating when things happen, and he's really not understanding because he doesn't know what it's like to be an assistant or why X, Y, Z, and it's because I am the assistant. Um, so, but yeah, it just, it furthermore teaches me how to not be and how to be whenever my day comes and I have my own practice and I am the dentist Dr. Ward paging Dr. Ward <laughs> but yeah so yeah but all of that was on my heart today y'all y'all wanna know a little something something I already recorded this episode but I deleted it because I was really all over the place <laughs> Like, I was all over the place more than I usually am, but I know that's why you guys, like, listen, because 
y'all be supporting me and stuff and I appreciate it so much but yeah I did already record this episode and I really didn't want to re-record because it was already like 38 minutes long (sighs) but I did and here we are so I hope you guys enjoyed this video this video oh my god I'm still looking at myself on the screen (laughs) from when I typed it in on YouTube Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this pod and um and that you see black people outside more than just you know our cars and our swag and our dialect our lingo and um what black women look like on the outside and I don't think I have any kid listeners but should I have some um my message to you is seek a life outside of the stereotypical norm um if you want to go be a freaking um nurse go be a nurse um young young boy if you want to be a dental hygienist go be a dental hygienist because that's like one of the lowest levels of percentages that we have is like black male dental hygienist but um like literally whatever it is that you want to be if you want to be the librarian the counselor like whatever go out and do it and do not think that you are not capable because let me tell you that you are you are just as capable as your classmate sitting next to you um and go out and be successful everybody all of you like whether you're the kid or not (laughs) um all of my listeners I hope you are being so intentional this year with your goals and aspirations and your words that you chose to uh, practice and exercise this year thank you so much for listening and I love y'all and I hope you guys have a great week bye